Welcome to the bittersweet. Behind these doors, blinded fantasies of success and opulence meet riveting hardships and shivering realities. Imagine the thoughts of grandeur and sugary sweets meet unsavory outcomes and frayed relationship cycles. It takes 21 days to make a habit, but 90 days are best suited to commit to life. Unlock and explore your greatest assets as you enter the bittersweet. Welcome to the bittersweet, where we discuss the hottest sweet topics. Go check us out on all major platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm pleased to announce that today's episode is, is in partnership with the HBCU Experience Movement. Please check out the book releasing later on this month on Amazon, The HBCU Experience, North Carolina A&T State University, 3rd Edition. Tonight in the suite, we have the bittersweet veteran, the mogul, the visionary, the creator, and founder of the bittersweet, Mr. Commit to Life. Yo, What's yo, going yo. On, Mr. Commit. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Greetings, good people. Greetings, good people. What's going on, C2? Well, it's been a minute, man. How you been? Man, it's, man, life has been crazy since the last time I checked in the suite. But I'm Ooh. happy, happy to be back in the suite amongst these great individuals, these HBCU alum, the uh, Black Elite. I'm so happy to be amongst you guys in the suite tonight. I know that's right. We we also got some some in the suite tonight. Some some old voices, some new voices. You know, I wouldn't be doing them do justice. I want you to bring them into the suite, Commit. Who you got well, lined well, well, up get- for us? Well, we got Sam I am is back. Samantha is back. Ooh, in the what's up? You know. What's up? What's up? See, she, y'all, y'all excuse Sam because she just came off a homecoming celebration down in Jackson State. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Sam, she was getting it on the yeah, yard. Sam got that homecoming hangover right now. A long week, indeed. <laughs> she, she day party out right now. Right. Right. And then, I mean, she still got her voice, so she winning. Yeah, she still got her voice. You know, you're right. I, I, yeah, because yesterday it was gone. So oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you got a voice at the homecoming. That's though. a good day. <laughs> Sam, did you break a hill stepping? Did you break a hill? I did not. See, I was smart this year. I wore flats. Oh, Ooh, wait. Just make what? them cute. Wisdom, you okay. Flats, so you can still move. <laughs> okay, I like Keep the Keep it cute. Man. Keep it cute. Absolutely. Okay, nice. And we got a special guest tonight. Uh, this man has such a powerful name. Like, when you hear his name, you be like, okay, that's the next 50 president, whatever number it is. But we have Mr. Nathan Alexander Kemp from Rayford, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Mr. Kemp. <laughs> let me, let me read this, this great Rayford native bio so the sweet you know what Rayford produces out here. Nathan, yes, sir. Nathan Alexander Kip is a graduate of North Carolina A&T State University where he earned his Bachelor of Arts degree in history. As a leader, 
educator and lifelong student Nathan has always sought opportunities that would allow him to not only lead and showcase his talents but to engage and inspire others to do the same it is his personal goal to uplift empower and guide young men and women to live a better spiritual academic and social life encouraging them to keep the faith seat wise counsel and trust that there is great purpose for their life professionally Nathan has gained experience in branding marketing and business development throughout his professional career. He has been afforded the opportunity to work in several industries from higher education, finance, healthcare, business, and economic development. And now transportation, damn, Nate. Can I get going? Hey, okay, Mr. Kemp. Jeez. <laughs> Nathan's occupational experience includes serving as strategic business associate for the North Carolina Department of Transportation. That mean you get, can you click some of these parking tickets I got? <laughs> uh, I, can't help, I can't help with that okay <laughs> policy liaison for governance and planning economic development initiatives in eastern North Carolina with the North Carolina Global Transport currently Nathan is a public engagement specialist at Go Triangle resides in Raleigh North Carolina as a public engagement specialist Nathan's job requires community involvement and stakeholder relationships to increase of access and awareness of public transportation to underrepresented communities. This is achieved by working with elected officials, nonprofit agencies, religious organizations, educational institutions. Nathan is co-owner of Alexander G Events, a full service event planning and business in Greensboro, North Carolina. He also operates Langston Hearst Interior Designs, as well as the Uncle Nate Says podcast. My goodness, he's a mobile. Formerly Nate and Friends that focus on politics, pop culture, religion, and issues that affect the African American community. Please welcome Mr. Nathan Alexander Kemp to the suite. Hey, what's up? So what is going on? Sweet moment of the day. We're gonna we got Nate. You gotta you gotta say Nathan Alexander Kemp. Please give the sweet moment of the day. My sweet moment of the day would be a quote from Marianne Williamson, which in part says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, gorgeous, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Mm. Hey. You got to open the doors of church. I'm going to I'm a, I'm a pass my hat. Let me adjust my crown. Mm. That's right. Pass Thanks. that offering plate around. We got to get this building the fun jumping. <laughs> my goodness. So, uh, you say you're a third generation graduate of North Carolina AT? I am. So, that's a family tradition to attend AT? It, it it on my father's side, yes. It we have a long list of, of Aggies. So that was the only option coming out of high school. It was like A and T or die. <laughs> it uh it wasn't exactly the only option. I okay. actually did apply to uh other schools, um, but it was uh, heavily impressed upon me to attend A and T. So so were you did you make go there because you wanted to or because you was kinda like keep the tradition going? Oh, most definitely because I wanted to. Okay, I always okay. knew that um, A&T was the school for me. 
but you know you're young and you you just want to see what's out there so i did and i went with the best decision okay okay good answer nate because if you said I went because my people said, I don't know. I might, <laughs> I might have not, not your drink over the sweet. A lot of people do that. A, a lot, lot of people, people do that because my mama said, a lot of people do that. But uh, my family's not quite like that. They, um, you know, they let you make your own decision. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to have to live with it. You know, okay. That's wow. dope. That's dope. Family, family support, other y'all. H- were the other options HBCUs as well? They were. Um, I applied to uh, North Carolina Central University, uh, Winston-Salem State, Johnson C. Smith, uh, there, and then I also applied to UNC Charlotte. Okay, so, so you one HBCU bound one way or the other. Oh, most definitely. I yeah, we we HBCU all day. All day. Did you pledge? I did um, in in uh, after college in grad um, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Okay, okay. Is that a family thing too? Uh, it is. It's not. Um, but I do have um, a couple of family members who are uh, fraternity brothers. Though. Nice, 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 nice. That's awesome, Nate. That is awesome. What we got? So what? Uh, what is your top three moments while you was at A and T? Oh, wow. Um, I would say, uh, and I kind of mentioned this in my chapter, um, one moment uh, was is the actual reason I sort of, what really is the reason why I ended up in, working uh, for student affairs, student mm-hmm. activities, and getting involved with SGA. Um, I met a, a young lady um, who we actually we were discussing earlier, Kanisha, um, in the cafeteria, and I just walked up to her and started asking some questions because she looked really interesting to me mm-hmm. and uh, she didn't she stood out from the other freshmen okay and um, she told me what she was about and I got involved like the next day um, with with student government um, most definitely graduation um, that's that always was... a good moment <laughs> Lord, I, no. I won't forget graduation I would not you can ask me though who who was I, who the speaker was I can't tell you because it wasn't about him it was it about won't. me right <laughs> so so mm-hmm. did, let me ask you this before you go to the next one did you did you shout on stage when you got your got your degree I kept it together I didn't shout on stage didn't shout uh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't shout on stage okay I thought you were uh, one, I, one, I, of them, uh, one of them people to get the Holy Ghost as soon as they call your name no, no. See, that, see, I knew I was graduating. Okay. I said, you ain't had no doubt. He's going to See, That's a good comeback. Good comeback, Nate. Good comeback. Alexander He knew his name was Good comeback. When you know you graduate, you ain't got to pass out and get the Holy Ghost. Good comeback. Okay. You ain't got to do all of that. Good comeback. Well, everybody not that fortunate. You know, some, some people don't know to the last minute. That's right. Right. <laughs> you know, you rolling that dice like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I guess my, my third one would be, um, I actually remember, I wasn't a student yet um, at A&T. It was the homecoming before my freshman year um, that I remember so very well. Um, it was just something about it. It was one of, it was just a, an amazing um experience and it kind of was like my 
I had long been prepped to, you know, go into A&T, but it was like I knew I was coming and I was just starting to feel like an Aggie before I even became one. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, nice. Real nice. Nice. So you mentioned your chapter um, previously. So what was the process of you writing your chapter? That is a great question. Um, so what I did was I went back and I looked at the some of the previous editions and I just kind of read um, a few of the other chapters to kind of get an idea of where those individuals were coming from. Um, but I did not, I tried to make sure that I didn't read too many because I wanted to maintain and make sure that my chapter still was in my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of the beginning of the process. Of course, in, in all things, when you're starting like this, I prayed and I asked God to, you know, sort of give me direction of what I should talk about because I wanted my chapter to, to have substance. You know, you want to make, first you want to make it, make sure it makes sense and you want it to actually speak to someone um, for whatever, you know, they, they're, they're seeking um, while reading that chapter. And then I just began to, to think about what it is that I did at A&T, you know, I thought about some of the people that influenced me. Um, I would say that my chapter sort of the beginning um, is kind of centered around family and uh, that being, you know, my foundation of getting to A&T and then um, me actually doing what, what all that I did while at A&T. Um, and I actually got to share the, the title of my chapter is Finding My Own Aggie Pride. Mm. Um, you know, oftentimes when you are a legacy, if you will, um, you know, you have people that go before you. It can be very intimidating coming into a situation where, mm-hmm. it, you know, and family members have walked the same halls and streets and, and, and buildings as you and they have accomplished, you know, so many things. And it can be difficult trying to find who you are in, in your own lane. But I was fortunate enough to have a support system that, you know, said, whatever you want to do, you know, do it. And we'll, we are there to support you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I did. I I did not um, shy away from things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. That's important, too. But a lot of people, especially coming from a tradition like that, where all your family attended, a lot of people don't. Uh, seek their own identity right away. You know, you think you got to join the organization that your parents did or, you know, your predecessor. Because they, you know, they kind of guide you to that. Oh, you go here, go talk to here, go here. And you don't really get mm-hmm. to experience your own journey your Definitely. way. And that's that's something that's always been important to me. Um, I've And I've always told my parents, you know, I don't want to look back at 50 years or 60 years old and say, you know, I spent my entire life living it because someone told me or this mm-hmm. was what someone else's plan was. I want to know, you know, at whatever age or even at the end of my life that everything that I did in my life, I did on my term. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, okay. I like that. Nate, when, when I listen to you speak, man, you, you most definitely sound like gauges, inspires, empowers, uplifts you know, young men and women on, on their journey. Um, what were some of the organizations that you were a part of or involved with as a student that's helped to 
shape character development or professional development? Uh, that's that's a great question too. Um, so on campus, um, of course, you know, like a lot of men, I was a part of the men of A and T um, or uh, group. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I whoop, I didn't know about the group. <laughs> What's it called, men of A and T? Uh, it was something. It was started um, maybe my sophomore year. Okay, we went on it. Okay, I'm about to say I missed that. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I don't even know if they still exist now, but it was something that a, a fellow student had started. Okay. Um, and that I participated in a few and times. So what, what did that um, what did that group do? Uh, they it was just you know guys coming together, um, building, uplifting, and then they you know taught. Um, they had different lessons on manhood and you know things that teaching you uh things that you should know going into the world particularly into the job field okay um you know so that was one of the, the groups um the group that in, that i stuck with the most and that influenced me the most was working in the student government association okay. um that was something that i started literally uh the second month of freshman year and i stayed with them up until uh, my senior year nice. um, and that was the most influential um, one and there in that I met a gentleman by the name of Jasmine McKinnis um, who was the SGA director um, and he, over time he became somewhat of a mentor of mine I consider him that to this day and he just it was SGA and Jasmine that really gave me the space to learn and to tap into just natural talents that I had um, and gave me responsibilities even on a, a small level and I, I want to say I say this in the chapter um, you know just the little things of, of making sure that you know at the games the at the football games that you know their section is blocked off and that they have water and Gatorades. It was the those small tasks that kind of produced the humbleness there. Mm. But it, it taught me a it taught me a lot and it built my character to be able to, you know, it's all about service, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. if you can serve in a small capacity, mm. then when you become and you get this res- larger responsibilities, you know that you are equipped to handle it. Mm. Mm. That man preaching. Nate is preaching. <laughs> Very well stated. Very Nate well stated. Nate, I'm sorry, Nathan. Thank you. I've been wanting to call. You I don't even want to. I don't want to say your name. I don't even feel like abbreviating your name. You Nathan. Dr. Nathan. Right. That's that Nathan Alexander Kemp speaking. That's, exactly. <laughs> this man preaching. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Man, is, is it Nathaniel? Is your name Nathaniel? No, it's Nathan. Oh, it's Nathan. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, we can, beast, ask, we can beast, add more letters to you now. <laughs> be, be service oriented is what he stated. Be service oriented. Mm-hmm. And do the little things. You do the little things right, the big things will come. Mm. Right. Mm. Nate oh. preaching. My goodness. My go- so are you think will you uh carry that tradition of um politics like from your SGA experience? You think you'll pursue like uh what already working with city local city officials will you like pursue like you know state officials government officials um i've i've considered that 
um, there's a lot that goes into it, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of things to, to think about, you know, you, when you go into politics, your life becomes an open book, essentially. And, you know, um, I gotta make sure that I'm prepared for that. Um, and you become a target, you know, no matter where you stand on, on whatever issue, um, someone is not going to agree with you. Someone is going to hate you for it. So, you know, it, it, it takes a lot being in that um, that field, but it is something that I've considered. I do enjoy um, at, at least talking about politics mm-hmm. and um, and learning, you know, about it. Um, like you said earlier, I, I, I'm a lifelong student in that, you know, even the, the, the most unnecessary of information I like to hear about. Right. Okay. Unnecessary information. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, what, uh, can you share a snippet of your book? Of your chapter? Uh, sure. Um, so, you know, I spoke about uh, meeting Kanisha. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also in my chapter, I talk about um, the... My getting to a and um, mm-hmm. and just walking campus... For me, because, you know, I am um, a third generation Aggie, my father actually, he started, he went to a and started in 1981 and then went into the military and uh, returned in the 90s. And by that time, um, I was born. And so I have very vivid memories of actually attending class with him. Oh, wow. On campus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. And that, that's an experience. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then to, you know, 15 plus years later, you know, go and sit in the very same um, building that I remember sitting on those on the steps of the auditorium in at three and four years old was just just kind of sort of mind blowing, you know, and I, and I, I speak about that in, in the book um, of just how how much auntie really just means to me it's sometimes it can't even really describe it um because auntie not just to me but to my family it starting with my grandfather who was actually a three-time aggie mm-hmm. um no, it wasn't for auntie huh? oh yeah oh yeah old school aggie he graduated uh, class 58 65 and 77 Dang. um he you know though his his parents instilled a lot of him he credits a lot of the reason why he is and is as successful as he is um, to what he gained at A&T and the relationships that he built and made at A&T and that's why you know he was able to start the the first black owned utility company in the state of North Carolina that's really? why he was able oh, to wow. you know teach for over 30 years in the um, public school system that's why you know he is, is able was uh, you know continues 30 years later to um you know, run a successful uh, real estate business because of Dang. the You really did come from royalty. This man started a utility company. Right. In the public school for 30 years and he got a result of realty. Like, not only yeah. did he going to sell you the house, but he going to sell you the utilities that go in the house and then teach your kids. <laughs> and and, he, and he, he actually taught, he actually taught a uh, shop, basically. So, he could teach you how to fix the utility if, if, if something happens. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now, I need to learn that. Okay. You're a renaissance, man. Right. My goodness, he a renaissance, well, you man. Come from, 
you come from a strong legacy, obviously. Most definitely. Um, not just at AT&T, but of all of the companies. Oh, 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 Sam, hold up. <laughs> A&T, baby. A&T. I don't want to Kanye you, Sam. Well, you put some respect on that name, Sam. Um, <laughs> my provider is AT&T. <laughs> I, I know you got a homecoming hangover, Sam. Dang. But you got to put some respect on that name. <laughs> Excuse me. A-N-T. Is that better for you? Wait. Thank you. Right. Aggie pride. Aggie pride. All right. You could, so you come from a long list of Aggie pride, right? Yes. So what do you want your legacy to be? Um, I don't know if you have children or not, but what what is it that you want to leave this earth? That What impact do you want to leave this earth with? Good question. Wow. That Yeah, that's an, an awesome question. Um, I... One, I do not have children, and I'm single for those that are listening. All right, um, ladies. You better get on, get on the movement. I'm about to shoot the shot. Slide the naked hours in the TV. 23 chromosomes. Hey. We're going to have to open the live IG account up. <laughs> my legacy, what I want it to be. I really want my legacy to be really the title of my chapter in but I want it to apply to you. Find your own um, and do what makes you happy, what's best for you. Live your life, not for the satisfaction of someone else, even if, whether it's your mom, your dad, your grandparents, whoever. You know, it's it's great to honor them and to, you know, do things that will make them happy. But at the end of the day, know that you're the one that has to live with whatever decision that you make. So make sure that the decisions, the choices that you're making are going to be something that you will be able to live with for the rest of your life. So find your own. That's something that I often I tell young people is, you know, yes, mom and dad, they supported you. They love you. They want you to do things, but they're not the ones having to sit in the classroom. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones having to take the test, you know, right. so do what is going to make you is going to make you happy um that's actually kind of a that's really a conversation before i went to ant that i had my parents my father um <laughs> who was he was a, a tech grad um he was really pushing like you know you need to go into engineering engineering you need to be an engineer and i was like you already know that's not even the way my brain is set up so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, I sucked in math you know i was the kid that brought the grade down you know, mm. the average down for the class. And you brought the curry. <laughs> hey, I'm right with you. You're right with you, Nate. I'm right with you. I'm going to mess the curry up every time. I still can't do a fraction. <laughs> every right. time. 20 years later, 20 years later, still struggle with fractions. I don't know. Yeah, every it's time. common denominator. I don't know. Yeah, every time. I'm going to mess yeah. that curry up. <laughs> I'm gonna mess it up. Sorry to this, sorry to these people, but I'm gonna mess it up. Oh my um, god! You know, and ultimately, what he and my mother said it was: we were in the car, and we were pulling into the driveway, and they were like, "You know, son, at the end of the day, we just want you to do whatever's gonna make you happy and whatever's gonna let you graduate." Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, clearly, it and worked. That, yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're truly multifaceted. You are involved in so many things from public engagement to the Department of Transportation for North Carolina for policy liaison. Uh, What's next for you? Uh, Well, 
right now in the immediate is we're gonna push this book. Um, okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> HBCU <laughs> you <know>? experience movement. <laughs> yes. LLC. Um, I am I I am just over the moon in excitement about this book. This is a major opportunity and I must, you know, thank you guys for allowing me on your platform to even just speak to your listeners. Um because this is something that it's it's funny because it was actually on my bucket list to do by 30 was on on my bucket list is to 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 write a book i didn't write a full book but i am in the book how old are you (laughs) i just turned 29 last week oh wow happy birthday happy belated birthday Thank you. Dang, you done a lot in your life by 29, Nate. My, uh, Nathan, I'm sorry. Nathan. You good, yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> Jeez, you following your grandpa's footsteps. Right. I'm trying, you know, hey, when, when the foundation is laid, you got to come up with it. Yeah, you got right, no choice but to right. succeed. So how can the listeners find you, Nathan? Uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms. Um, on Instagram, I'm Uncle Nate Says. Uh, on Twitter, I'm Uncle Nate Says. On Facebook, I'm Nathan Kemp. Um, and then, as far as uh, business is concerned, um, Alexander G. Events, um, we are listed as that on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And that's actually that's a uh, event planning business that I co-own with my sister Brooke. Um, and then uh, the podcast, um, I it is it's currently still listed under um, mm-hmm. Nate and Friends on iTunes. Okay, um, but we actually have an episode on uh, the streaming platform that's homegrown in Rayford called On Air Live TV, mm. um, okay. and uh, it's an on-demand streaming platform that uh, you can download on our Roku, and we actually have uh, an episode up there as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's how you can can stay in contact with me. Okay, so um, definitely, we definitely want to stay in contact with you. Uh, I want to do last words before we close out. So this is yeah. last word is like a, a a round table. You know, I just throw a topic out there. And you just gotta respond rapid fire. Oh Lord, okay. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Since we talking about HBCUs and everybody went to one here, um, let's go first. One word, that, yeah. One word that comes to mind with your HBCU. Excellence. All right, Sam. Legacy. Legacy. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Consultant. Family. Oh, nice family. You took yeah. my word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my word is uh pride. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Family, legacy, pride. What was the fourth one? Uh excellent. 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 Yeah. It's those characteristics. You can't even beat it. Right. That's no. what you family, get. Family, legacy, doing. pride, excellence. Look at yeah, when you attend HBCU, right. you get family, you get pride, you that's get legacy, excellence. Excellence. Mm-hmm. I love that's it. That's right. No matter that's which right. campus you own, that's what you get every campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. HB- love all HBCUs. Yeah, the HBCU, HBC Experience Movement, LLC. Uh, I want to thank you for your partnership. And thank you for bringing awareness to HBCUs everywhere. Like, this this project is so amazing. I uh, just want to shout out. 
for this project. But we're going to wrap it up in the sweet. want to end with a sweet tip of the day. Sweet tip of the day is uh, courage to start and willingness to keep everlasting edit are the requisite for success. Willingness to keep everlasting edit are the requisite for success. Thank you, Mr. Nathan Alexander Kemp, for joining the bittersweet today. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. This has been great. And we want to announce this this has been a great partnership with the HBCU Experience Movement. The Mm -hmm. book will be releasing this month on Amazon. The HBCU Experience, the North Carolina AT State University third edition. Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. If you want to be a guest or sponsor on our show in need of business or radio advertising, just want to let us know your thoughts on today's show right now. Connect with us on IG at the bittersweet 2020. Follow us on Twitter at the bittersweet podcast. And you can also find us on Facebook at the bittersweet. Until next time. Be Be better, not bitter. Not bitter. Thank you for entering the bittersweet where it takes 21 days to make a habit, 90 days to make a lifestyle. Until next time, unlock, lounge, and explore the untold luxuries in your own suite. Remember, be better, not bitter. Commit.